Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Atlanta, what's going on? It is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Happy Thursday, everybody. And the NFL is here. Officially today, Mike Bell, the Falcons on the field. It's always different when we lead up to this moment because it's like, yeah, when they get out there, when it starts to matter. Well, it's starting to matter. Today, the work <laughs> begin, my friend. I'm excited about it, man. I am. I, I don't know what this team's going to be. I'm not going to give you guys any false hope or anything. We gave you our predictions way back when when the schedule came out based on what we knew then. But now it's prove it time, Mike, and uh, the work started today. Yeah, man. Heard Arthur Smith, the conversation with uh, JR and for Randy and Andy today. And I know that, uh, you know, like we, we said, the coach isn't exactly going to be, uh, you know, an after dinner speaker here the first year or two. He's going to get his, um, you know, kind of feel his way around and uh, you know, get his bearings before he starts spilling his guts to us. But a little, a little more jovial, as I was just saying to JR in the hallway about, uh, you know, getting things rolling. Heard about, you know, guys he's going to lean on, some of the veterans on this team. And, you know, as you and I said yesterday, it's all about the run game for me. And then how do you, you know, do what you got to do to get this defense uh, to be productive at the bare minimum, right? Yeah, man, the defense is uh, work in progress. And part of this is the new faces, but the other part is a new scheme. And so, you know, this isn't a, a top-ranked defense where we have a bunch of guys coming back and I feel pretty good. Like Tampa, for example. Uh, we're in a different place. We're in a different spot. Then on top of that, Mike, you know, Matt Gono, uh, Kayla McGarry, and Deidre Sonat, who? Yeah, Dejan Sanat have been put on the physically unable to perform list, but this again, they can be removed at any time and put back into active, you know, play or back into practice. But it's kind of making people scratch their heads as to what's going on there. These guys recovering from injury. What what's the deal? Either way, um, I don't know if that's something to worry about, but I know you're concerned about the offensive line. Yeah, and I know we mentioned yesterday uh, Dante Fowler, one of 24 players. with. Uh, there was a report out that uh, is apparently in the COVID protocol. He missed some time last year because of it. And, I mean, at this point when I hear COVID, I just kind of shrug. I don't get all freaked out by it. I just want to make sure he's going to be ready to go by the regular season. We don't – I don't think any Falcon fans – I think you're like me. We don't have any expectations for Fowler. We think it's a better fit for him in a, what's a base 3-4 under Coach Pease, but – yeah, I heard that news yesterday. I was like, hey, here we go again. Yeah, man. We got plenty to dive into today, guys. We're going to uh, talk some Atlanta United. Uh, I think here, coming up in the next 15 minutes, we're going to get a chance to talk to uh, goalie Alicane, Mike, as they get ready for their match this weekend. This road trip, by the way, I mean, I say this one, but these these road games, we knew there was some concern. The Columbus game you were at last week, but we talked about you know the rest of the schedule here before we start to maybe get some guys back in the month right. of August. This thing doesn't get any easier. And, and again, even though they played better and they had more shots on goal last week, I just I don't know what to expect. I'll be honest. 
to be honest, right. I know, Montreal, normally would this be a trip that everybody would love to make who can get up there because it's such a beautiful town in the summertime. Canada, of course, is on complete lockdown. I was talking to Mike Conti about the hoops that they've got to jump through to make the trip. But uh, they're a team that uh, technically is on the cusp of the playoffs, and uh, they've scored some goals, okay? They've scored, you know, more goals. Than, well, everybody's scored more goals than we have. But certainly, <laughs> you know, we got to you know, we got to try to get something going here. And uh, we'll talk to Alec. And we'll also we'll have to have some fun with Alec. But Alec, just get rid of the ball. Please stop playing footsie with the ball because remember that Cincinnati match? It was like, no, no, no. No. But Alec no. is, you know, he is, I mean, you could argue more athletic at this stage of his career than Brad. He is. You know, but, but and he's always stepped up and he was there for us when we had to wait for Brad to come over from Europe, the first uh, inaugural season of 17. So we'll get a chance to talk to Alec in a minute. So that'll be coming up today. All right, man. Um, the news today, and there's a bunch of it. Um, one is the SEC presidents are meeting today. And Commissioner Greg Sankey are meeting today. We know the Big 12 sent a cease and desist letter to uh, ESPN demanding, demanding mm. that they uh, stop all actions that might harm the conference. And basically, guys, the accusation is this. And, and you know, I was telling a friend this today because he was like, you believe any of this stuff? Yes, I do. Totally. Um, these accusations are going to be hard to prove. OK. And what I mean by that is where's the smoking gun? If you're the Big 12 and basically you're accusing now <laughs> ESPN of saying, yeah, just go poach the Big 12. Just destroy that conference while you're at it. Yeah, just go go get whatever team you want. And, and basically encouraging other conferences to go after their current members, which in essence would destroy the Big 12. And Bob Bowlesby, God bless him, but the Big 12 is done anyway as we know it. So if this is true, Mike – they could have a huge lawsuit, and ESPN might have to pay a bunch of money down the road because this may turn out to be true. My point is, though, this is all right now hearsay. How do we know Texas just didn't pick up the phone and the folks at Oklahoma answered and they said, you want to leave with us? Nah. And they said, yeah, you nah. know what? Maybe we should leave together no. because we need to make more money. How do we know that didn't yeah, happen? Yeah, I mean, ESPN's in on this, man. I, I, it's going to be hard to prove, okay? And the other thing is, because in addition to breaking up the conference, ESPN's off the hook for a billion-dollar contract with the Big 12. You know, so, hello, you know, in, in addition to creating this mega deal with the SEC. And, again, I presume, what happens? Longhorn Network gets folded? What happens to Longhorn yes, Network? Yes, away. So, ESPN, I mean, I, I just think, and for what I, again, I heard that interview that John Skipper did with uh, Dan Lebitard, the former chief of ESPN, it's hard not to think that in some way they were involved. But as you said, how can you prove it if you're going to try to make some money out of this in a civil suit? Yeah, and that's my only thing. I mean, I'm curious to see today what's said or what comes out of the SEC president's meeting. Um, You know, the the chancellors of all the SEC 14 institutions, and as I mentioned, Greg Sankey, um, are going to discuss this request from Oklahoma and Texas. I don't think there's much to discuss. (laughs) This is almost like somebody comes in and says, how much money are we talking about? I'm in, I, 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 and they move on. Well, then a- I, A&M, oh, yeah, again, A&M, nay. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. A&M, I just want to go on the record. You're saying this is a really bad idea, and you will rue the day that you invited Texas into your barbecue. So whether the SEC wants them or not, which I don't know, it's unclear, right? Nobody's really said yes or no, but we just figured this is going to happen because of the money that's involved. But, you know, th- this is now you're talking about, what, the 10 top grossing athletic departments in football, being in the SEC, if you were to, to, to do this or even if you, you know, at some point, however, this just shakes out. So, Mike, I, I think it's a done deal. But that is something that we're certainly watching today. This ESPN thing, though, I, I, again, I don't disagree. I told you guys the other day, I, I think they were behind the scenes pushing the buttons 
but I think it's going to be hard to, 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 to prove. And so the Big 12, what's going to happen is they'll disband. Schools will end up wherever they end up. I don't think we'll have a Big 12 anymore. Uh, it may call it something else. I've heard the ACC, or not the ACC, the uh, what's it, the Athletic um, a- American. A- yeah. Ooh, ah, the American Athletic Conference yeah. is trying to get some of these schools now. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, I would think Pac-12 becomes uh, now a Pac-16 or a 16-pack. You know, I would think that they would pick off, you know, maybe, I don't know, Baylor. I don't know what, what what is sexy that's left. I mean, you know, Oklahoma State. I mean, you know, they they, they put up a lot of points, but they always lose three games or always lose at least two. You know what I mean? They're Gundy's a, a fun soundbite, but they don't really, you know, you don't look at them as a, ever being a real contender, do you? And the same goes for Kansas State. Um, Iowa State's a nice story. Iowa State geographically, Iowa State's gonna be, yeah, they're going to be good. But Big Ten for Iowa State makes more sense than anything else. I do agree with that. If I was them, that's where I would be. I don't know how Iowa well. feels about that. I mean, but I, I mean, to me, that would be logical. It's Dukes and Bell, guys. I want to remind you we're going to give you another chance to win Rolling Stone tickets today. What time? Don't know. Just got to listen. Between now and 7, we're going to give one lucky listener an opportunity to go and see the Stones November 11th. They're happening. Uh, that's happening at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Tickets are on sale now, but we've been giving you a chance to win all week, and we will give you another chance to win Rolling Stone tickets coming up here on the show. Uh, we'll dive into what we learned about the Falcons today. First day on the field, uh, you will hear from our coach, Mike, alluded to him coming on, Andy and Randy. JR was in for, for Randy this week, and uh, they talked to him. We'll talk. Uh, uh, let you hear that from Coach coming up at around 3, hey. 4.20. Mike, we'll play okay. Arthur Smith back for our listeners. And I was talking to a couple folks on social media today on Twitter. Follow us. Carl's put them up, C. Dukes. I'm Mike Bell, ATL. And Chris is always throwing stuff up there at Dukes and Bell 929. Um, rumors about the Hawks and the Pacers uh, talking about Cam Reddish. And I, I don't know how I feel about that necessarily. I, I got to see what we get back. I don't think we need to get any younger Carl as a basketball team. But uh, there's some rumors that are getting some steam out there from multiple uh, NBA sources and re- people that report on the NBA that we are apparently talking with the Pacers and the name Cam Reddish keeps coming up. I, uh, you might not like me after I say what I say, but who cares? Who what cares, like, on Cam? No. <laughs> Who cares about what I'm about to say? As in, oh. if you don't like it, no, no, I, no, 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 no. I I'm always not. care what you say. No, no one I, puts I baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said it yet. No, that was one of those one of those pauses for you. But what I'm about to say is, what do we really know about Cam? He's been more injured than he's played. Now, they've told us, meaning the fan base, that his upside, okay, potentially is higher than anybody else on this team. Trey's already balling at a superstar level. Okay, DeAndre Hunter needs to come along. Collins' shot and all the things we talked about has got to get better. But when you talk about complete upside three, four, five years down the road, where's Cam Reddish going to be? Here's the question I asked, though. For those of you who are saying it's crazy to trade him, I know he had a couple of good games in the playoffs. Trust me. I was as surprised as you were and excited about it. But wasn't enough for you not to listen to trades? Yeah, I mean, he's still a top 10 pick, and he's a guy that, look, you moved out of Luka Doncic, you know, and that's, to me, you, you, you can't just throw him away for fish heads and rice. It's got to be something substantial. I mean, we moved back, and we got Dallas's pick, and it lucked out for us. And at the time, and we talked about him, I think, on Monday, that he's got, and was discussed, even compared to Zion, that he had more upside about his range, athleticism. And I joked around on Twitter today. I said, I really don't want to lose him. I'm just getting to remember what he looks like again, because we didn't get to see Cam because he was banged up. But he did have an impression, and he did make an impression when he finally got on the floor. Um, but as you said, we don't know, I mean, how DeAndre Hunter looks long-term as well because both these guys have missed a bunch of games. Yeah, Cam's supposed to go play in summer league, which starts next month. He should. 
Um, and I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm saying he just didn't have a lot of playing time. Right. His Needs the reps, man. So, you know, it's one of those things where I get it, Hawks fans. We're all kind of like, yo, chill. Just build on what we have. But the reality is that I, I, there's only like one or two untradeable guys on this team right now. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, and Bogey and Gallo don't count because, again, we know when they their contracts expire, we're going to be in transition. That's going to be another time we're going to have a lot of money to spend and how we help Trey move forward. I'm not worried about those guys. I'm talking about the core pieces that you think are the core pieces. And maybe the Hawks don't realize, or maybe they realize, Mike, that, that one of those or two of those core pieces are not core pieces. Well, I know that Cam, if you wanted to argue to the, the Pacers for 13, uh, there's the, it was a guard from Duke is projected now, ironically. Um, you could take your 20 and your 13. Does that get you in the top 10? And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Maybe... There, there's a move there. There's a guy that they've, they've got earmarked. And again, I, I know what I, I would say. I want some more low post play. I'd like an insurance policy for the John Collins contract, too. All right. We're going to discuss the draft. It is tonight, by the way, uh, NBA draft. It's going to be interesting. Uh, and especially if we're making moves like that. Then again, we could just stay at 20, pick the best player at 20. Um, we'll talk more about it coming up. But, you know, I really like the kid Cameron Thomas out of LSU. This kid can score, but he's young. I don't know if he comes in and has an impact, as I said today on Twitter. All right, man, we got plenty more to get to. We're going to talk uh, about Atlanta United to an Atlanta United player. Alec Alec Can is going to join us next. Mike Bell, you have pushed a button. Uh, Guys hitting us up on the social media. Uh, Ezekiel saying, I like Cam since high school and college now in the NBA. He said the smoothest of, of his game. He says, I think he's going to be special. Only way that I'd move him is for an established player. And then Mitchell hits me up and says, come on, Dukes. He's the second 21-year-old to make six three-pointers in a conference division finals joining Kobe Bryant in 2000. Here's the thing about Cam. It's a good stat pull, by the way. It is. It really is. Mitchell Andrews, that was nice. I said, I hear you. It was a great performance. But, Mike, it was the first time that we as Hawks fans believed he could be what we think he is. His age and his growth are the reasons I think twice about moving him. And if you're just joining us, the rumors are out there that Cam Reddish may be shopped tonight, and we'll see what happens with the draft. But I said one performance, Mike, doesn't make you great. The problem with Cam for all of us is we need to see that level every game. We haven't for two seasons now. And that's the question. And you could say, I mean, we know a little bit more about DeAndre Hunter, but we also would like to you know, quantify that a little bit more. But – I just think Cam, and I get it, it is a very, very small sample size, but he shows that athleticism. You saw the spark. He was all over the place. He even, you know, he's dropping threes, getting turnovers, and he was like the Energizer Bunny out there. And the team, you know, you felt it in in that game against uh, Milwaukee. You know, he he definitely added some sauce. So, I mean, look, they may have already, as we said, earmarked somebody, you know, in the top 10 or 13, wherever they would go. If they're, as you mentioned, packaging their 20th and their 13th, the pick they would get from the Pacers if this Cam Reddish uh, trade uh, story is accurate. And then there may be – now, where we're going is up to you. I mean, up to Travis Schlenk. You and I have talked about you want to beef up the low post. You want to give Capella help. You want to get back a more athletic younger guard to back up Trey. I mean, you got options, but I, I, I'm just curious if, they, if this is true, who they actually are saying, that's the guy I want to get. More on this here on the program. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's shift gears and talk to Alec Can, goalie for Atlanta United. And uh, we got a big match coming up, Orlando, and then next week, uh, Montreal. So uh, this stretch has been tough for us. And, Alec, we appreciate you jumping on the show with us. We know it's been tough for us, but it's been tougher for you guys to go through this and not be able to get W's. What's been the makeup, the mental makeup of the guys in that locker room after uh, some of the losses and ties that we've gone through? 
we've been, you know, trying to stay positive as a group um, and, and know that the performances have been improving and we've been creating more chances and hopefully those chances will turn into points um, starting tomorrow. Lakeside highs, Alec Cannon. Again, we were talking about it last segment. Alec, you were in the goal when we started off, you know, playing Atlanta United Soccer at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Uh, how, how you feel, do you feel – how has your game evolved, by the way, over the, over the last few seasons? You know, I've, I've been, you know, staying prepared every week, uh, re- ready to play when my name's called upon. Uh, opportunities have been, you know, few and far between since that 27, 2017 run of games that I got. Um, but, you know, I feel like I've stepped in and, and done a good job of – remaining steady and you know hopefully win one of these games here before this international window is over and these guys come back into the team alec uh it's been two seasons now where you guys have gone through a managerial change mm. how tough has that been um the adjustment not just for you but i'm talking about for the team i mean from gabby to 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 where we're at now last year you know it was the how has that transition been for you guys it, it's it's a challenge for the players um but it's you know, something that is part of the game and um, something that all of us have been through at some point in our career. And um, we've stayed, you know, united as a group, which is the biggest thing that we haven't necessarily had in, in the last couple of years. Um, and I think that's what, what's going to see us through this tough period. We have turned over the roster a lot, Alec. Is that also tough uh, from a continuity standpoint? I mean, you get to watch these guys every week. Is it, is it just difficult to gel between the injuries and the turnover? That is, that's how MLS is. You know, when, when a team is not successful, the, the roster for the most part gets, um, you know, separated and, and put back together. So that, that's kind of how we expected it to be after last season when we weren't up to the standard that this club expects. Um, so, you know, it's on us to, to gel as a group quickly, no matter who the coach is, and go out there and, you know, put our best foot forward and, and try to win games. Goalie Alec Can joining us here on Dukes and Bell. Atlanta United taking on Orlando. We don't like them. Tomorrow night here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I know one of the things that's been talked about, and I'm curious to know your perspective on this, is uh, manager Valentino saying we want to attack. When we get the ball, we want to attack. Mike and I have talked about our fast-paced, up-tempo, you know, um, identity that we had when we were just a few years ago removed from the, the MLS championship. Is that the new approach for this team? I think that the two games since Rob took over kind of speak for themselves. You know, we, we created a ton of chances, um, should have scored quite a few more goals than we did. Um, you know, I think it's the kind of thing where once we score one, the, the floodgates are going to open and we're going to start, you know, beating teams handily, which is what we expect to do here. Um, so hopefully that starts tomorrow. Yeah, the Cincinnati game, man, oh, man, we almost had three – it could have been three or four goals uh, against that defense up there. By the way, you were giving us a heart attack. Are you working on your footwork, or is that just for fun, or is it just, is it just the guys weren't doing what they were supposed to do to get down the field so you could get rid of the ball? I'm just trying to put our team in the best position to win games, and, you know, if that means that I have a little bit of a different role in the buildup, then, then right. that is what it is. But I feel like I've done a good job of, you know – being solid and someone that can be relied on when, when the ball goes back to make a good decision with it. What did you make of Joseph uh, coming back, return since he's been back? I mean, it's kind of been like in two parts, right? I mean, he was back and then the issues with Gabby, whatever that was, and now he's back. How does he look to you? You've been around him a lot. Joseph, you know, brings a big lift to, to our roster. You know, even if he's not in the starting lineup, um, he's someone that is very demanding of the players around them and that, forces guys to you know up their level and that's what we need right now another you know five percent from every guy on the team whether they're playing or not um so that, that's something that he brings and 
Obviously, he brings his work rate. His, you know, he creates a ton of chances for guys around him, and he's a proven goal scorer in this league. We know that uh, obviously it's difficult when we're used to a standard that this team is, you know, it's the gold standard in MLS. And as you said, you were a part of those championship uh, runs. Now we, uh, we move on. What do you think about an MLS coach coming in? If you, had, if you, if you were like uh, had to bend da- Darren Eel's ear, you think it would be a good idea to maybe get somebody who's got some experience in the league? Thankfully, I don't, I don't have to make those decisions. Um, that, that's well above my pay grade here. Um, but, you know, but whoever the, they decide on, it, we will give them every chance like we have in the past. And hopefully it works out to where we can spread the ship here and, and get back to winning ways. What do you know about Orlando City? We know they have, you know, dangerous attacking players. They're coming off of a, a pretty heavy loss, so they're going to want to rebound um, against us, an opponent that they probably think that that is beatable at this point in the season. Um, so we're going to go down there with our eyes towards, you know, not just getting a result, but getting, you know, three points and having something to bring home with us. Well, again, brother, I know it's been a, a tough road of late, but uh, we look forward to seeing these guys, as you said, get back in the win column, score some goals. And you've been doing a great job stopping those goals, man, on the other side. So thanks again for coming on. Thank you. Anytime, guys. Have a good one. You too. Alec Can, guys, goalie for Atlanta United. Oh, Straightforward, Mike. Straightforward. Hey, straight business. Hey, by the way, we didn't ask him about uh, Tiago Almeida because that's still not a done deal, but rumors, Carl, continuing uh, from South America and that uh, we're going to have another guy. And again, kind of like, you know, I don't want to jinx it by saying like Barco, but the role he would you know, would play had he, if he does come up here. There have been some comparisons made to Ezekiel Barco. Yeah. Uh, isn't it funny? We just had Darren Eels on the other day, and what did you say? As soon as he goes off, breaking news! As soon as he leaves the program, right. so now he's under—he's twenty years old. This is the, the rumor that have been out there, uh, and again, I'm reading from an article from Fansided. But he's done well with the under twenty national team. Uh, he's been a regular, uh, and again, breaking through with the senior team in 2019. Seven goals and 38 appearances for the national for the top team in Argentina. So if you're wondering, it's more of, you know, I, I'd say slash. If you're trying to put a basketball analogy on it, point guard slash score. How's that sound? And I think that's a good analogy. But, but uh, what we thought Barco was going to be, but Barco has not, not been on a consistent basis, basically. Yeah. I And here's the other thing, too. Um, you know, we asked Aaron about this the other day, and he was like, he didn't want to talk about said player, but he said they were trying to make moves, transfer a window, and he talked about all of that. So I think this is probably uh, going to be finalized here, and, and when it does, we'll we'll certainly talk more about it. But, yeah, as Mike said, Atlanta United is not commenting on it. This is all this news is coming from down there. So right. we, we will see. Uh, real quick, while we're talking about this, it's Dukes and Bell. I do want to mention this. Uh, Felipe Cardenas um, talked to Arthur Blank, I guess, who spoke to reporters today about the state of the club. And um, when he said can, they were considering hiring Gabriel Heinze, we probably could have done a better job up front with our homework on that. Mm. That's Arthur Blank's words. So um, he goes into a little bit more detail here, but uh, this is the first time I think we've heard Arthur Blank say anything publicly. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this, but last week we were chasing down Darren, right. and we got kept getting pushed back. One of those days last week he had a meeting with Arthur Blank, and we just were candid with you guys and said, he can't come on today, we're fine with it, but he's got a meeting. And I said, they meet all the time. But Mike... Knowing Arthur like we do, I'm guessing he probably went in on this part because this is the first time he said we, we could have done a better job of our homework up front on that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think with that last coach, there were some things in terms of cultural aspirations and the way he was treating our players, et cetera, et cetera. I'm off the blank, and I'm not happy. Yeah. Uh, again, as you said, probably, uh, again, talking about a 
technical standpoint, he was qualified. You learn from those lessons and move on. But yeah, obviously, as you said, a conversation that, uh, that the big boss man has had with Darren Eels and Carlos Bocanegra about what the heck's going on. All right, man, we got plenty more to dive into. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We got Rolling Stone tickets for you at some point through the course of the show. Also, we're going to get a chance to hear from head coach Arthur Smith. He joined the midday show today, and we're going to have that for you at 420. Uh, as camp got underway, we'll talk about what we found out today at campus. Guys are on the field. Braves are in action as we speak. We will recap what happened last night. That was a tough one. Playoff atmosphere. But I thought they might be able to pull it out. They did not. Mm. But they have a chance to win this series today. So we're going to get into that as well as we get back with some headlines here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Dukes and Bell, man, on a Thursday. Hey, man, we got Stones tickets too, Carl Dukes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <laughs> it's Dukes and Bell. I'm sorry, Mike. I was just reading an email about Kanye's listening party for his new album at Mercedes-Benz next week. Another one? Um, yes. Um, They're going to roll out the white carpet again? I, I have no idea. This they, is, they, they, this the is, entire floor was covered with like a white tarp if you didn't see it. So it almost looked ethereal and snowflake-like. Thursday, uh, August 5th. Don't drive off the road if you're listening. So anyways, uh, but yeah, I'm sure you'll be hearing No, no, this is the new and improved 
Yes, this is the tweet. <laughs> this is the tweaked album. Isn't that right? Yeah. Well, I guess right. you know it's cheaper than hiring a shrink, right? Just get out there and tell your life story to like forty-five thousand strangers right out there at Mercedes Benz. Like, I like when he got into like the, all the shenanigans with the Kardashians the last time he was out there. I don't know, and, and I was having this conversation too, Mike. I don't know if it's crazy or if it's genius. Because say what you want. I mean, crazy like a fox, one could argue. Correct. He's going to sell millions and millions that, of copies yes. of this thing. Well, I am uh, Shakespeare in the flesh. <laughs> Walk easy. Disney. Easy. I know what? you. I know you are. Walk it back. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, crazy as in like, he shows up and 40,000 people are like, yeah, I'll come check it out. By the way, can we say crazy nowadays without having people get mad at us? The whole, I, I, I just mean, did. I, you know what? I, I'm, I mean, so, I'm over this PC stuff. I'm just, I, I mean, Nike, yeah. Google. <laughs> now, I believe the, the medical term is bat crazy. But hey, but again, there's been a lot of artists in, in all genres, music, you know, in music theater, film, you know, that are all a little wackadoodle. So hey, man, as long as, you know, you're not hurting yourself or anybody, uh, live your life, pal. No, nah, man, he's not hurting anybody. I- I'll say this, though. I've always thought he was a-, a musical genius, seriously, with the things he's been able to accomplish. Uh, I think it's a lack of self-awareness and how silly he looks sometimes, but I think, I but I also think that's a byproduct of celebrity in the, le- in the era we live in, where nobody tells anybody, hey, that looks stupid. Like, you know, the old the emperor has no clothes routine. Yeah. You know, no, no handler's going to say, no, no, don't put a ski mask or no, no, don't put a, a nylon on your face and walk around. But, but Let's be honest, though. I mean, style don't become style until someone has the, the courage to do it. I mean, were you wearing a glove before Michael Jackson? Halfway. I mean, you know. I'm the wrong guy to ask about that, but I mean. I'm just saying, were you wearing a zip jacket before Michael Jackson? I mean, we say these things, but then fashion becomes whatever it is. Unless I'm going to go knock off a liquor store. No, I'm not putting the stockings on top of my face. No, no, I'm not doing that either. But that's not to say, I still don't even know what that's about. Like, once he explains it, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what the answer is, Mm -hmm. but but fashion. You ain't got the answers, man. Artists have always led the way when it comes to those things. Rock artists, the same thing, Mike. There are things that they did that people didn't even, I'm not going to do that. And now I'm wearing a gold chain or a a leather, whatever. I mean, it just, that's how it happens. But I I agree with you. I'm not putting a stocking on my head. All right, man. More to get to. Uh, I just, I'm sorry. I was reading that email. I just started laughing. Another listening party. By the way, I just told Chris, just a little foreshadowing of guy talk. I've got a fantastic story you're going to love about a school teacher in Carolina that was doing that fans only or only fans thing. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, so she did she quit her job? Very well. You'll get the story. A very titillating story. I can uh, get, I can give you a little tease. It'll be coming up here about four forty on the program. How much of a tease was? Never mind. <laughs> yes, NFL but- Blitz is on the way. Chris behind the glass glow sticks here today with us. Our engineer Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Walt Disney. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, currently, right now, as we speak, bottom of the eighth, Braves up 6-3. That's good news. But let's leave it there because we know how sometimes these games finish. But what happened last night, Mike? 2-1 loss. I mean, this game had playoff intensity, great pitching. Max Fried was dealing, and he gives up the dinger, dinger late, and you're like, oh, no. And then you just felt like we weren't going to find a way to score. A pinch hit, home run, no less. You know, and it just, you know, these games, it's amazing now. I know that you, I wasn't uh, the only Braves fan, you, me, talking about can we bank some of these runs the night before, which obviously you needed. But we've had a bunch of both crazy games and then a bunch of these low scoring games uh, against the Mets. And you're right, it was sort of a playoff atmosphere where there was no margin for error. Good news is today, if they can hang on, the Braves will take three out of uh, four, uh, three out of five. Not what we wanted. We want to take four out of five or sweep yep. the whole thing. So you're still it would cut you down to four games uh, behind the Mets in the division. The wild card really seems like that's a pipe dream. Uh, there are eight games right now out on the wild card. So 
I mean, it, it is a bit of a mixed bag. I mean, we wanted a little, maybe one more win. I'm not trying to get greedy here, but they were all within reach, to be quite honest. Yeah, they really were. Um, and, and that's the craziness. I mean, we've not been great in one-run games this year. Uh, but Brian Snicker, our manager guys, basically says, listen, <laughs> we still have a goal, um, and we're not going to stray away from that. So we came in here to do. We, we put ourselves in a position to win the series, tough series. Um of five games and and you know we put ourselves in position to win it so we're it's good you know we wanted to like i say we wanted to win tonight and then win tomorrow it didn't happen and we'll go out and try and win the series tomorrow uh again up six three going into the ninth there's some dark clouds over flushing so hopefully they'll be able to get it last thing they need is a rain delay on getaway day all right man uh more on the braves as we go around the yard we'll recap what happened today hopefully they can hold on meanwhile nba draft is tonight currently our hawks pick 20th okay where they go in this draft, and again, when you start looking at the first five or six picks, you if you watch college basketball, you may know. If you didn't, uh, Cade Cunningham, who was a big point guard, 6'8 kid out of Oklahoma State, he was the Big 12 player of the year, he can ball. He's a guy that's going to be an instant starter in the NBA. James Green's going to go to the Rockets. They got the second pick. Pistons have the first pick. You talk about Evan Mobley, the, the big center out of USC. Uh, Okongwu knows him because he played there. Right. And then you start talking about Jalen Suggs, who was the point guard for Gonzaga, and you saw him. So you know a few of these guys. Just but Mike, a few. When, Just yeah, a few. But when you get past, as I said, the top ten, I've heard this is a lot of development. A lot of guys that are going to come into the league, right. not command minutes. Uh, some of these guys are going to be in the G League, which is fine. And then some of these guys are going to be on the, in the benches trying to figure out the NBA. But when you talk about impact, right, and that's kind of what we're looking for. This is not Trey and Luca kind of draft. This is not that draft, guys. No, I, I liked. I watched uh, Scotty Barnes with Florida State. He's a potential top five pick. He's a very athletic, like everybody else. You know, coach gets down there. Very athletic, you know, dude. So there's a few teams that that would fit. But if you're looking for guards, I mean, again, what is your number one priority right now? If you're Travis Schlank, best it's athlete a, available, or, it, or yeah, you're actually earmarking? I've got to get this or that. See, it's a good question, Mike. For me, I just want scoring. See, there's no guarantee we're going to bring Lou Williams back. I think we are, but I'm not sure. So if the Cam Reddish rumors are true and we're trying to move him, as Ezekiel said, I'll do it for a veteran who can score. But I don't want to just go draft a big athletic guy. Guys, we got that. I mean, I know Okongu won't be there at the start of the season, but we got that. If John Collins is here, we have big athletic guys. Capella. I need scoring. I need more guys that can put the ball in the bucket, especially, Mike, when we go to the bench and the second team. All right, let me throw this at you. We, are, we, know, we know what we have with Capella. We mentioned we like Okongu. We're going to miss him. I don't want to you know, get prisoner of the moment. He's not going anywhere. We're just not going to have him for the first three months of the season. You watch Texas football. You like Kai Jones? Kai Jones, the sort of like, you know, slash 4-5? Yes, I, I do. Texas had a really good team. I know they went through some turmoil. Coach left and all that. and. But yes, I do. He, he's super a athletic dude, and he's that you know. Yep. You want to say the positionless, you know, low low post guy that can space the floor, do a little bit of everything. He's kind of that guy. He but is. That's, but that would require your twentieth, and if you traded somebody to the Pacers, and again, this isn't like Adrian Wojnarowski has these rumors, guys. It's like the other end of the spectrum on the rumors <laughs> of this. It's like what was it, Chris? NBA Draft or something. So. It's just it's out there, so people are, are reporting it. But it's again, it's not like one of the golden sources of NBA rumors. Put it that way. All right, guys. Falcons on the field today for the first time. Uh, Arthur Smith came on the midday show, and he was asked about the running back depth chart. Yeah, well, certainly uh, Mike knows who had the first crack at it. CP, he'll get plenty of shots too, and we'll see who emerges behind that. Q, uh, Huntley, Hawk. If there's somebody else out there, you know, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep looking, but. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll see who emerges. That'll be is good it, competition. Is yeah. it bad that I got to look at my depth chart to, to, well, to calibrate all those Q, names? Q is Quadre Allison. He yes. did now, again. If he's calling him Q, that means there's some affection for the man. He's abbreviated his name. He did mention him in the mini camp as a guy he really liked. So they say he had a strong mini camp. So I'm just saying, keep an eye out. Maybe we can finally figure out if Quadri Allison can do something. I think he can. Uh, Hawkins is a kid from Louisville. That's more of like a sort of a scat back, your third down back, if you will. The thing that really kind of, I got to be honest, raised some eyebrows for me, two eyebrows, I've got two of them, uh, is what's going on with the pup list. Matt Gono won't be able to start off camp competing for any of those positions, Carl, that are available. Uh, Caleb McGarry, and nobody knows what exactly, because th- this is an organization now that is super tight-lipped about injuries. Caleb McGarry starts the season on the preseason on the pup list, and we don't know what the issue is. He did say he'd be back sooner than later. But yeah. that concerns me because that's just your starting right tackle. It is. Uh, remember, though, they can activate them at any point. Um, it's not like it used to be. Um, so let's hope that this is not something that's going to keep these guys out of competition because, again, I need to see these guys. Right, Mike. right. I need to see him. All right, man, we got plenty more to get to. Uh, headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone does not have to keep you down, guys. Call ATL Live Well. Don't just live, live well. We're coming back. NFL Blitz is on the way. You'll hear from the Texans GM about Deshaun Watson. Also, the Packers GM. Oh, on Aaron Rodgers. It's on the way. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 